Last time on Cloudfall. The road to the miniaturized city of Tiny Castle was darkened by the appearance of a shadow rat and a little bit of paperwork. But they made it to the kingdom in one piece, or rather, five tiny pieces. The people of Tiny Castle seem to have it all. With everyone shrunk down so small, resources are abundant, and everyone lives lives in easy luxury. Of course, none more luxurious than the Gentalia family, the latest ruling royalty in the entire Skyland. The party's attempts to get to the witch Maisie Muldrift haven't gotten them far. As the royal family seems to dodge their questions in favor of their own family drama. And now the party finds themselves at the heart of it. Princess Ovaria seems head over heels obsessed with the kingdom's highest ranking knight, Sir Vix. Now finally sat in the dining hall, the party, the royal family, Sir Vix, and Diabolo have all just seated themselves for dinner. Bon appetit. You're all seated in the banquet hall. This massive continuous table is equipped to seat 200, but tonight it's just 12. And you're all crowded around the king seated at the head of the table. On one side of the table, starting from the king on the left side, we have Queen Clithora. Sitting next to her, Guy, and then Princess Overia, then Poppy, Aaron, and finally Machiavelli Diabolo at the end of the row. On the other side of the table, we have from the king, Prince Volvin, Sir Vix, Journey, Doran, and Young Fallop. The moment you all sit down, uh, a delightful crowd of waitstaff all enter the room momentarily and just kind of crowd the whole space in a little rush of noise. They all set down elaborate drinks and cocktails in cups that are carved from solid gemstones. Uh, Doran, you see set before you is a cup that is made out of emerald purely, just carved from emerald. Uh, at this size, it's really no issue to, uh, to make such fantastical things. Uh, the commotion of it all causes that giant fork above you all, this unshrunken fork that's suspended from the ceiling. It starts kind of swaying back and forth as all the waitstaff kind of charges through here with their drinks, and in a moment, they're gone, and the room is silent. <clears throat> Thank you for having us, your highnesses. <sighs> Think nothing about the heroes of the clouds. Uh, King Gluteus Maximus kind of launches right into it, and he says, we're more than honored to have all of you with us. It's not often that we get such uh, highbrow guests, respectable guests, honorable guests. 
And how has news of our exploits uh, crossed here into <laughs> Small Castle? <laughs> Quite by chance, my daughter, Bavaria. <laughs> She's brought these crystals into our lives, wretched things, but they show us a bit of the world outside. Um, the queen kind of jumps in here and says, Yes, it's, it's a bit um, overwhelming, but uh, she uh, presses upon us uh, all of these crystals that show us visions of the outside world. Much of it I, I can't relate to, I'm sorry, but... Some of it I understand. I, I know you did some wonderful things in Baxi. Is that right? I, too, find these crystals perplexing, but... Uh, bah, indeed. Yes, it seems they do have some worth. Absolute poppycock. Oh, I... Uh, <clears throat> poppycock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they're perfectly wonderful. Um, it's, a, it's a great way to share information. Seriously? This gnome knows what it's all about. Uh, Princess Ovaria. I'm a halfling. Oh. But close enough, it's fine. What's a halfling? They're smaller. Smaller than a gnome? Little bit. How small do you get? I mean, we're already in Tiny Castle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. About this small, I guess. <laughs> Okay, and she like picks up her uh, ruby wine glass and just kind of like sips from it and rolls her eyes. At that moment, you all hear a bursting door swing open and you hear the clattering of armor. You see Peter, EZP, Zealus Lapilus, the real one, come through the front kitchen doors. Uh, he looks endlessly frustrated, like he's just spent a couple of difficult hours trying to reason with some guards to get through back to the city kingdom. And he says, Your Highness, I've made it back, and I'm, I'm here for dinner. Um, I'm still invited to the table, am I not? Blah, Peter, yes. Take a seat next to, um, next to young Fallop. Uh, Peter Lepulis is now seated at the end of the table, the farthest away from King Gluteus that he possibly can be. Guy leans over to the king and says, Your Highness, should we allow such riffraff at the table? I agree, he's less than effective, but he, uh, yeah, well, useful so far. I keep him around. Doran waves at Lapilus. Lapilus, like, sees you and kind of, like, leans forward and waves back. Uh, please, uh, tell us about your exploits. We'd love to know more about, uh, about all of you. Do you actually... Uh, certainly, I can tell you about my exploit. Not you, Peter! <laughs> Sorry, I, yeah... Shouldn't have assumed you were talking to us, but um, I guess how much do you actually want to know? We must know for the good of the island. You uh, you did significant things on Baxi to save them, did you not? Well, you know, I, I'm curious about these crystals. What what did you hear that we did? Uh, basically, I just showed them all the, like, top shit. I mean, like, top tens uh, from every morning. It's like an education because they don't get out much. Right, so what happened uh, at Baxi? Okay, well, they saw the battle in the gardens. I mean, like, a couple different angles. <laughs> Doran, uh, we're pretty sure you shit your pants at some point <laughs> during that fight. That people, did happen, yes. People he have did. been doing analysis of the clips, and it looks pretty convincing. <laughs> don't, really don't believe did. everything you see. We have uh, a remaining question after all of this, however... Uh, what was causing all of it? Uh, the, uh, the sinking of the island, the, uh, the demise of Baxi, 
Well, I think you know a bit about some of it. I mean, like, clearly it's happening here too. And then Doran lets that sit in the air and starts chopping up some food. Yeah, uh, good move, Doran. You see them, the queen, the king, and the prince all kind of meet eyes on that. Uh, they're aware of what's happening here. The other uh, shadow rats and what that might imply. Yes, it's it's true. We've had our share of troubles lately uh, related to the bismite. Is that um, something you've perhaps come to resolve? Well, um, you know, it's uh, always a long shot for this to actually work out. So, you know, it, it's important to utilize all resources available. I've heard strange things about this royal family and its relationship with the witch. Oh, but rumors. What have you heard? Not much other than uh, it seems you're not on the best of terms, or at least there's not necessarily a, you know, these are just rumors after all, but it seems you're not exactly seeing eye to eye on how to handle things. Dear boy, it seems you've been away from the mainland a bit too long. I think you've forgotten a little bit of decorum. It's uh, much too early in our dinner conversation to be talking of such heavy things, don't you think? It's dire times. We don't know how much longer we have, but... Even in dire times, you mustn't forget yourself, dear boy. I'm, like, making, like, stop-talking eyes at Doran, who's directly across from me. Yeah, like, okay. Oh, you want the butter? Um, <laughs> yes, thank you. Okay. <clears throat> this butter is great. <laughs> That's the episode title. This butters is great. <laughs> the queen looks so at you and says, "Aren't you sweet?" <laughs> um. I'm so glad we have face cameras on because this face that I made after. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, in that same moment, uh, Sir Vix uh, speaks up at the front of the table there, and he says, "Avaria." We were worried about you. Pity there are so few the family can trust these days. Had I not been preoccupied, I would have been on the search for you myself. I, th I thought you said you didn't know her. Oh, well, of course I know her. I, uh, I've worked for the family a great portion of my life. I know of her. I'm going to look right at Princess Ovaria and say, Sir Vic said he didn't know you and that he doesn't spend any time with you. You see Ovaria's tongue kind of moving in her mouth, and she goes, okay. I don't understand. <laughs> Aaron's eyes are just really big, yeah. and, like, they're shaking their head back and forth, like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> Sir Vix looks at Ovaria and says, you must be more discerning with your outings, young lady. Ovaria goes, I'm royalty. I'm nothing if not discerning. <laughs> <laughs> wow, these uh, glazed carrots are delicious. <laughs> uh, Poppy, across the table, Prince Volvin is staring at you hungrily. Oh, oh. He says, mm. Poppy, is it our fate to taste yours yet this evening? <laughs> taste my mm, what? <laughs> oh, indeed, for dessert, I expected with the, the ears of the clouds that Poppy, the star baker of Baxi itself, could we please? Oh, um, certainly. I just hadn't, um, hadn't prepared. Does, is anyone, do you have? Oh, we've got 
a full kitchen. That's nothing if not yours, Poppy, please. Oh, should I go start now, or are you okay no, with- No, no, you enjoy your dinner with us, but you must retreat and, and give them your advice. Please, they need to be able to bake like you. Uh, Prince Volvin, I think Poppy could always use an extra hand uh, when baking in the kitchen if you wanted to learn a little bit. Ugh. I'm like elbowing Aaron in the side. Stop it. Uh, and Aaron just puts a hand <laughs> and like holds Poppy's little arm down. <laughs> she really uh, likes having helpers, um, especially people with the first name Prince. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you, Poppy. I'm quite a dunce and a fool when it comes to the kitchen. <laughs> Okay, I usually have Mikey helping, so... No, it it doesn't mean that we can't uh, paint each other with flour and enjoy our time together. Aww, (laughs) how sweet. In the world. (laughs) Ovaria's kind of like staring at that interaction and is uh, staring at Sir Vix at the same time. Aaron, from across the table, you can see Sir Vix kind of staring at Ovaria the entire time. And Guy... At the exact same time, you hear Ovaria say, I think I'm an excellent judge of who should be paid attention to. And Guy, you feel a hand on your thigh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Guy kind of clatters his plate and utensils and as he like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> bumps his legs against the bottom of the table. Yeah. Um, she uh, kind of rolls her eyes and pulls it away, but you see her like smirk up at you as if that almost engaged her more. I think what Aaron was trying to get at is that we all might be of some help in certain parts around the kingdom, of course. Poppy, perhaps you can teach the kitchen staff, and uh, I do believe I might be some help in the barracks as well. Um, when you need help defending yourselves from these shadow rats, especially when you have to resort to hiring such hands as Peter over there for help. Did somebody say my name? Peter, Peter LaPalis. <clears throat> Everyone's been calling me Easy P and I don't know why. <laughs> Quiet Easy P. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Gluteus kind of jumps in and he says, enough of this baking and, and frivolous nothing. You, most interesting. Tell me, what are these fairy creatures about your hair. So exotic and strange. I mean, they are uh, fae creatures. They're my fae buds. They travel with me and they've got some... But what are they exactly? They're the fairies or sprites? Uh, Essentially, yeah. That's basically exactly what they are, your, your highness. And where did you get them? Where did you find these things? How did you capture all of them? Uh, I didn't capture them. They, uh, they just travel with me. They're, they're my friends. <laughs> Darling, I, I think you fail to understand what my husband's actually getting at here. Is, uh, we, uh, we would like to have something similar, if not exactly the same. Um, could you perhaps name a prize? Oh, they're not for sale. They're individual beings with full agency and choice in where they go. Have you seen the kind of resources that are available to us here in Tiny Castle? I mean, you can ask them if you want, if they want to get money from you, but I don't think they really care about money. Can they, can they speak? They're sentient, then? Or... Uh, I mean, I think they speak to each other. They don't typically speak to me. Um, but, yeah, you can talk at them if you want, but I can't make any promises. I, I don't own them. But maybe you could spare a few. 
I don't know how to say this another way. <laughs> You're welcome to ask them to stay, but I can't promise that they will. I've, I've never met such a stubborn person before. That, impressive. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess while I have your attention, speaking of shadow rats, uh, have you or any of your people communed with the great beast that lives here? Uh, such heaviness, and we haven't even had a meal yet. Uh, you need to learn a thing or two about the clouds. Yeah, that's certainly true. <laughs> uh, Doran, young Fallop has been more and more interested in you, uh, sitting right next to you the entire time. He's been staring at you for a good while, and it's time to either tell him to stop or, or engage him. Uh, Pr- Prince Fallop? I am a prince, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can I... Uh, can I help you? No, I'm just excited waiting. For? In there. Okay. Because there's a special meal. (laughs) What makes it special? There's a special meal because I put a surprise in it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You helped cook this meal, huh? I didn't cook it. Okay. (laughs) But I put it there to be cooked. Being sat down in front of you are heaping portions of beef brisket, smoked turkey, and gallons of mashed potatoes. When you go to unravel your silverware to dig in, you see that it's not silverware at all, but gold. As are the plates and bowls, all solid gold. Because why not? Here in Tiny Castle, gold is plentiful, abundant, but it's not easy for everybody. Namely Guy. Uh, Mm. Dullahan's cannot touch gold. Wow, these are such lovely arrangements, but um, might I ask if there are any other uh, tools I can use? As Guy is talking, Journey looks up and sees his discomfort and picks up a slice of turkey and starts using the piece of turkey to scoop up the mashed potatoes and eat them with her hands. Mmm. Oh, Dear, dear, I'm I'm so sorry. Um, perhaps, uh, Starco Captain Doran. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. Is there something you could do about um, all of this? Aaron uh, copies Journey, uh, noticing what's happening, and grabs a bun, a piece of bread, and just like folds it up, and then does the same thing, like gripping all the food with it, and just like, mmm, tastes really good. Oh, please, that can't be the truth. It can't be that all mainlanders eat like this. Poppy is, like, very delicately, with good etiquette, cutting up her food and looking around Mm -hmm. and just drops them on the floor (laughs) (laughs) and starts shoving mashed potatoes into her face. You see see Prince Volvan lean forward and say, such a free spirit. (laughs) (laughs) This is how we do it on the mainland. (laughs) Yes. Yes, this is right. I forgot I am... From the mainland, and Guy starts scooping up food with his gauntlet and eating it. It's all the rage. You hear, oh, hell yeah, and Princess Ovaria says, like, fucking mainland rules. And, like, <laughs> she's like, we have to be kind to our guests, and, like, reaches out and grabs some turkey and just wraps it around mashed potatoes and starts eating it. I think the 
they call that a burrito. <laughs> Mom, they're burritos. <laughs> As the last bits of food are being brought out here, the last thing that hits the table is a bread basket. And the smell of bread sends a thought racing through your head, Poppy. Where is Pinch? <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> the last time you saw Pinch, you left him with young Fallop to tide him over <laughs> and distract him. When this basket is set on the table, you see subtle movement beneath the cloth that's meant to keep it all warm. I'm going to stand up and, like, slap my hands on the table. <clears throat> um, what's that? And I will point to the door. Where? <laughs> Journey looks. <laughs> Is everyone looking? Aaron stares at Poppy. Go ahead and, uh, yeah, give me a performance. Okay. Or deception. 17. Wow. Oh, my God, what's that? Okay, yeah. Uh, everyone looks except Prince Volvin, who's still looking at you. I'm going to grab the basket. Toss it behind me. <laughs> <laughs> it just clatters into the open banquet hall yeah, yeah, behind yeah, you. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> All right. Sit down and like brush off my skirts. Give me a stealth check for that. <laughs> 17. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, yeah, by that point, uh, the, uh, the royalty had uh, followed your finger and not your intention. Um, so they, they, they're they none the wiser to the breadbasket being thrown against the wall. Uh, you see a smattering of wheat rolls uh, roll across the floor. And then you see Pinch in full form, in his doughboy form. Though he's so stiff he can barely walk by himself now that he's been baked. Uh, you see him kind of like wiggling his arms and legs trying to stand up again. Aww. I'll just like scoop him up. Yeah. And dip him in my soup. Sure. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I saw uh, a shadow spider, and then it crawled over to the table. Ah, yes, wretched shadow creatures again. This close to the throne room. I know. I don't know what happened. I think it was just my eyes playing tricks on me. (laughs) Sorry. Thank you for staying vigilant, Poppy. You're welcome. I, I have to protect my friends and the royal family. I'm much obliged. See, that's how you do a good duty, the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, sorry, I didn't hear the beginning of that. Say it again. <laughs> uh, you see Volvin again reaching towards the middle of the table, and he says, seems we're at a loss for rolls this evening. And uh, he does see one roll that had fallen out of the basket. He grabs it and begins eating it, and while he's talking to you, Poppy, he's gesturing with this roll, and you can see Pinch's foot in his hand. Oh. It's wiggling back and forth as he's chewing. I'm, where, he, who is this one? Prince Volvin is eating Pinch. I, I dive under the table. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good. I pop up where he is, yep. and I slap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, wow. Give me a contested grapple trick. I pull up the loot and do a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dinner under show. With a negative one, that is a three. Or, I no, got a, sorry, two. a two. Yeah. It's a two. Oh. I rolled a three with a negative one. Well, I give you bardic inspiration. Bardic you inspiration. Want to use it, so. <laughs> Five. <laughs> There you go. That's enough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're able to slap it out of Volvin's hand, so he got no more than a single little bite out of Pinch. 
uh, it falls to the floor, and he says, Firecracker. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The shadow spiders. <laughs> Aaron's mouth is hanging open, and a little bit of mashed potato falls out. Like, what did Poppy just do? <laughs> Poppy, I must admit, this is a bit forward. I, I apologize. I'll go. I'll just go back, and I'll go around behind the king. Never, never apologize for making your f- true feelings known. <laughs> wow, who knew I, she had it in her? However, as a prince, I, I'm afraid I must decline. <laughs> At least for the evening. Until <laughs> we get to know each other more. De- decline? Oh, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, whatever. There's a... Uh, Peaks and lulls to the conversation um, as people are clearly very hungry and uh, eating through their food here. And then when King Gluteus Maximus is near done with his gigantic plate of brisket, he says, The witch, Muldrift, she saved all of us. Small castle was facing overpopulation, lack of resources, infrastructure couldn't keep up, overbuilt, underworked. Too little skill, too many needy people. Muldriff showed up, offered her services for next to nothing. Seemed like complete charity, too good to be true. And she worked for months on the magic. And now, life is easy for all of us. However, she's been reclusive. For several weeks now, ever since these rats have been about and getting worse, she's been hiding away in her tower. I'd be lying if I said it didn't make me uneasy, but we've not been able to contact her unless she contacts us. You can't just go up and see her. (laughs) You're welcome to try. What stops you? She has trapped her enclosure, her tower that we've given her to reside in. She's trapped it to oblivion. It's a smart woman. Then who are you again? Oh, um, I'm Aaron. What's her title? I'm just, it's just Aaron. No such thing. You can't get through the gates without her title. Uh, I need to go to the bathroom. And Aaron gets up and goes to find a bathroom. <laughs> Strange title. <laughs> Aaron needs to go to the bathroom. Did we not give her one? She, was, was, she was Peter. I Easy was Peter. Peter. Oh, yeah. when I came in. Uh, Aaron goes to the bathroom and then comes back quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is just Aaron. Indeed. Just Aaron. Yes, Aaron the Just. Aaron the Just. Now that's a name, you hear that? Zealous Lapinus? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Zealist Lapinus. Zealist Lapinus. That is too good. Zealist Lil Penis. Zealist Little Penis. Lil Penis. Wow, what a dunce. (laughs) You will need to leave the shield if you're going to make for the tower. You won't be under the protection, which means you'll be subject to animals, things out there until you unshrink again. But I'm afraid the unshrinking doesn't happen until you reach the tower itself. It's a treacherous journey. Journey. (laughs) Treacherous journey. What was it that brought uh, Muldrift here in the first place? He immediately looks at uh, Queen Clathora, and they both do this like mini shrug between each other. We don't know. Uh, she seems to have been helping us out of the goodness of her heart. 
she saw a problem and solved it, and we did not stop to ask questions. Can I insight check that? Yeah. Okay. 26. Uh, she's telling the absolute truth. They just took a good thing at face value, and okay. they get that something's wrong now, but they're not sure what. I'm not sure how you came into being the royal family. Did you ever commune with the great beast, or did anyone that's still here ever? Uh, yes, we, some of our clerics in the past have spoken with Vermin Lord Prick at the bottom of the island. It's been a, a great many months. Certainly not since uh, the witch has been here. We've um, exchanged providers, you could say. Uh, as in, Muldrift is now... Well, she's... Previously, the reason for our success was Vermin Lordric protected the island. Now I would say the reason for our success is the witch. You must be some witch. We never said exactly what happened at Baxi or Lore. Um, we weren't able to save Lore. In both cases, the Bismite was being drained unsustainably and lore fell from the sky rapidly, plummeted. Anyone who is still on the Skyland is almost certainly dead. Then you must work to stop it. Baxi, the same was happening. Fortunately, though, with a lot of bravado and community, we were able to re-empower the Bismite and the Great Beast, even. And is that what you intend to do here? We aren't able to do anything. We, we can certainly try to help, but it must come from you. Being royalty is not all just getting the fanciest foods and having a ridiculously huge banquet hall. Um, oh, you're not the heroes of the clouds. I, I thought we were saved at the moment we met. It's not exactly how it works. We know what can fix it, but, but our power is... Minimal. I fear it's been a long while since the people of Small Castle have given much of anything. If we have to, we will leave and this skyline will fall. You gotta change something about that. We're not going to save you by ourselves. All we can do is help you save yourselves. Well, you'll, you'll certainly try, won't you? All the wealth in the world to share with you, should you be successful, why not just try the damn thing? <clears throat> we'll see what we can do. I think we need to talk to the witch. Certainly, post-haste. Yes, I, I agree. A, a fantastic place to start. But first, dessert? <laughs> dessert, yes. And uh, any of these clerics, are, are any still around that uh, spoke with the vermin lord? Afraid not, my friend. Um, their last excursion to go see the Vermin Lord himself was unsuccessful. They did not return. How many clerics didn't return? Four in total. What were their names? <laughs> First and last. And titles. And titles. And, and, titles. and accents. <laughs> Kiwi, Dewey, Louie, and screw you. <laughs> screw you. Actually, no, keep that. That's perfect. 
some people start to stand from the banquet table, um, whether they're uncomfortable with the energy that's been created in this room <laughs> or other reasons um, that the dinner is winding down. Some of them are busting their own plates, a little uncharacteristic for royalty. At that, Prince Volvin is determined for dessert. <sighs> All right, what do you want? <laughs> Probably through these crystals, I've only been able to gaze at your lemon cakes. Um, <laughs> Afraid just the tart and sweet has made such a miracle in the vision of my own taste buds. I must have it for real. <laughs> Lemon tarts. All right, you have the ingredients. We have everything you could need, Poppy. It's, it's right here. Everything you need. He leans down to you. Everything you could want, Poppy, is oh. <laughs> right here. Great. Thank, thank you. Um, could you go get me some lemons? Absolutely. I'll get them for you myself. Okay. <laughs> Jarvis, please fetch me some flowers. <laughs> some lemons. <laughs> All right. Well, the first rule of baking is personal space. <laughs> <laughs> Things don't quite rise the right way if there's too much body heat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we want it to prove even more? He uh, slides a hand over yours like he's going to ghost you into mixing the bowl. We don't have to be here, right? We can all... <laughs> the whole party's just watching this happen. Yeah. Why are we all in the kitchen? <laughs> Aaron pushes the prince accidentally just a little bit uh, into Poppy. No! Uh, yeah. Popping the wrong way. Uh, he bumps the ladle and it, uh, it gets some royal icing on your nose and he goes, oh. Poppy, you've got something just there. He got his royal icing on my nose. <laughs> he uh, reaches in and wipes it off with the finger, and then you can see him just lick his fingers. Ow. Seems like things are rising just fine. Oh, no. <laughs> Aaron, do you want to learn some baking too? Yeah, let's go. I guess I'm, te I'm teaching a baking class now. Everyone stay. <laughs> Goodbye. Journey's <laughs> by the door already. Looks like you got this one, Bobby. Why have you forsaken me? Uh, Journey, King Gluteus corners you about selling perhaps some of your hair or fur to him at an exotic price. I mean, I don't... I've just never seen such a creature. I'd be ashamed to not have some kind of memorabilia as you left. A lock of your hair, one of these glowing creatures. What are you going to do with it? I'll just have. We'll put it in the room of collections. You have a room of collections? Uh, he gestures to a broad open door that is just full of, like, animal horns and just, like, parts of beasts and all this, like, quote-unquote exotic stuff he's collected. I don't, I don't know how I feel about being called exotic. Yeah, he appreciates you basically as a beast. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Sir, I, I really appreciate your hospitality here. I think I might want to hang on to all my body parts. <laughs> and um, I, I don't think the buds are interested in sticking around. You, you see, they've kind of retreated into my hair. I will tell you, it's, it's refreshing to hear such a level of, of uh, unmattered savagery. It's, it's refreshing. Honesty, yes. It's great. Oh, Jesus. I appreciate the bluntness, and yeah, uh, of course I can make you part with things that are yours. I'm the same way much myself. Wouldn't uh, give a single thing away ever for any reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I can respect that. Uh, nice chatting with you, your anus. You as well. I mean it. Sorry, I thought you said your anus. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> 
We can say that uh, baking lesson concludes with uh, minimal results <laughs> from Vulvan. I think I would have gotten so fed up that I would just flash bake a couple. Nice. And like, here you go. Oh, okay. Here's what happens. You know that thing in baking shows when they're like, and then you put it in the oven for 45 minutes, and here we have yeah. the finished uh-huh. product. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. Like, wow, look how fast that was. Because <laughs> I had flash baked them off to the yeah. side. Yeah. yeah. And you see him, uh, he is fully prepared to like make a big show of how delicious they are and everything. And then you see it actually hit him, the kind of magical deliciousness of these things. And he actually, he's kind of beside himself and he's no longer eloquent. He says, Puppet, these are really, really good, good, Puppet. Oh my God. Thank you. You can see him like actually drooling out of the corner of his mouth. He says, I'm so sorry, beside myself, Puppet. I can teach your cooks the recipe. But then what of us? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Prince Valvin, you are very nice and rather handsome and tall. <laughs> but I don't think it would work. You're royalty and I'm a kitchen witch. And I'm destined to sail the skies. Spreading baked goods everywhere. <laughs> Brings a hand to his eyes and he says, Oh, Papa, you speak true. It would never work between us. How naive I've been. Not naive, but perhaps a little... Hasty? Hasty. Maybe one day we can talk about it again. I look forward to that day. <laughs> For now I must retire for my heart has been broken. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And uh, yeah, he uh, he leaves you alone for the evening. Doran and Aaron just exchange a look like, hmm, mm, what's going on there? Not everyone can be a perfect couple. <laughs> Pull out the stuff in our oven. It's just like charred <laughs> yeah. pieces of lemon on That's it. because you guys were just mixing random crap yeah. in a bowl watching yeah. Poppy and Baldwin. Yeah. A, it's a cupcake pan with uh, more and more primitive ingredients. The last one just has a lemon in it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is pretty good. This like crisp lemon. Yeah, this might be I something mean, here. I'll I, tell. Yeah, I've never cooked anything in my life, so this turned out pretty okay. I think. Let's oh, leave yeah. the baking to me. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Well, we wrote it down just in case, and I hand Poppy us a piece of paper. Put lemon in pie. Pie tin. Pie tin. Lemons in pie. <sighs> Ten lemon pie tin. <laughs> Bake for three hours. <laughs> it just says Ten lemon. <laughs> is a guy in the kitchen with us? No, I left you alone, I think. Okay. What did Guy get up to? Um, Guy just wants to talk strategy with um, Sir Vix, I guess, about how to better defend the place from Mm -hmm. shadow creatures. Sure, yeah. Uh, While everyone else has kind of moved on to the kitchen and this baking lesson, the two of you stayed at the table, and just uh, more rounds of drinks kept coming for the two of you. Sir Vix has a big flagon in front of him, and he says, We've tried damn near everything I can think of. We've uh, we even got more guards posted at the gates than usual, but the rats aren't coming through the gates. They are coming from down below. Ah, indeed. Somewhere. The shield must be weak. And when did their numbers start increasing? Certainly since the witch. Since uh, something's been driving them. It's been harder and harder to see what's going on outside of Tiny Castle ever since we've been in Tiny Castle. I haven't, I haven't much idea. So, Vix, if you may speak plainly, soldier to soldier, mm. 
Has the arrival of the witch been a boon for Small Castle, or has it made things worse? It's been a godsend. It's been everything for us. Guy, if you'd seen this place before the witch, it was poverty. It was overpopulation. It was lack of infrastructure, a crumbling island. We'd almost given up. And then she gave us another chance. But it's not perfect. Far from it. What about it? It's not perfect. Everything relies on the witch. We haven't been able to get in contact with her. We can't solve our problems. We're at her mercy. Even the delivery of food will one dry eventually. Hmm. Non-communicative as she is. It's been too difficult. That's why we need you. Go get to her. Talk some sense into her. We will do what we can. But remember, it is your duty to protect these people. I, I remain here. You just do what you can. And keep your mouth shut about Varian and I. What? What? About who? You heard me. Soldier to soldier. Yeah, I could not care less about that. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Ovaria, after my conversation with the king, I'd like to seek out Princess Ovaria. Okay. Yeah. Things have moved on from dinner a little bit, and uh, you've all been invited to stay at the castle, which is luxurious accommodations, more than you've ever seen before. Uh, Journey, you catch Ovaria walking through the hallways in the evening. Uh, excuse me, uh, your highness, I just wanted a quick word. Uh, what's up, Hare? Yeah. Uh, uh, you can call me Journey. Oh, that's right. Lead Explorer, Journey, Journey. Oh, uh, no, just Journey's fine. That's okay. Uh, I just wanted to talk to you real quick. I guess, woman to woman? To yeah. some extent? Okay, dish. Let's hear it. Uh, I guess I don't know any other way to put this. Cervix is terrible. Well, he's like literally the best. So he's I don't the- know what the fuck you're talking about. Princess, literally the best. I'm telling you, you got a lot going for you. A lot. And that guy, sorry, not guy, but Cervix, he's awful. He might look like a knight. I know you said something about boys and knights. He exactly. looks like a knight, but inside, He's a boy. Huh. And he is never going to treat you right. Okay. Hmm. Let me think about that for a second. Uh, can you make a persuasion check? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. It's not going to go well, but I'm going to try. Oh, maybe it'll go okay. 15. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. I don't think you know what you're talking about. I think I've been watching him joust for the last five years, and now that it's, like, a little less icky, it's a total yes for me. Unless what you're trying to do here is tell me that you've got a better option, which I think you might, which I think we should talk about. (laughs) So tell me about this guy. (laughs) Because he's pretty much, like... Better and hunkier than this other sir. And I'm thinking, yes, please. (laughs) Here's the thing. Guy is the type of person that you should be going after. Okay. Here's why. We are talking. Here's why. Guy 
has respect for other people? Not the top of my list, but okay. (laughs) What else? He cares about what happens to them. And he cares about who they are as individuals. Kind of the same thing. Cervix, (laughs) when asked about you, Uh lied a ton and said all sorts of garbage about you. That's because he's being romantic. It's not romantic to be toxic. He's hiding me because I'm his dark secret or whatever. And that's bad. You, you, and look at you, you shouldn't be anybody's secret. Make a persuasion check on that. That's, oh a, that's a good poignant point. I'm so With sweaty. Yeah. With advantage. Oh, my God. Thank you, Poppy. You're welcome. With advantage. <laughs> 16. Hey, I kind of get it. You deserve better. And that's all I got to say. I kind of get it. Well, maybe if you think about it for a while, maybe you'll get it more as time goes on. Anyway, have a good night. All right. Which one is Guy's room? Do you know? (laughs) I have no idea. And then I walk away. (laughs) I don't know if that's true or not. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Can I actually try to find Diabolo? Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Okay. Before we meet up as a group. Yeah. Uh, Diabolo is like being like handed his coat and stuff as he's about to leave uh, the keep uh, for the evening back to his apothecary. And he sees you again. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Start with me. Yeah. Uh, Sarko Captain Doran. Is that right? Uh, it is still me. And uh, good to see you again, Diabolo. Uh, sorry, I forgot the extent of your titles. What was it? Apothecary? Uh, apothecary, sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. Machiavelli Moriarty Diabolo. <laughs> But he's not evil. No. Right. So, uh, strange, large table, not many seats taken, and I totally respect your profession as an apothecary. I can't imagine you're the only one, and you're, but you're the only one at the table. Indeed. The family has been able to trust fewer and fewer throughout these last weeks. It seems I'm still on their good side. I'm... Um, Provide the family with uh, much-needed medicines in these times of need. Oh. Yeah, so uh, just a city full of untrustworthy people, then. Mm. So so few that are trustworthy. I find them trustworthy. However, the royal family has been perhaps paranoid. We are going to try to save this Skyland, and you want that to happen, I assume. Ah, indeed. Bully. So, uh, you know, just a little bit of info... I might ask for awareness. So we, we have all the facts. Uh, what sort of medicine is in need at Tiny Castle? Is there an ailment going around? What, what exactly are you providing? Uh, it depends on the member of the family. Uh, King Gluteus suffers with his blood pressure, of course. Anxiety for the queen. The occasional contraceptive, yes. <laughs> right. Uh. I understand you're in a bit of a predicament by me asking you these Not really. Things. The Hippocratic Oath hasn't been invented. Okay, <laughs> great. So, uh, let me be upfront with you a bit here. I'm worried more about this one than Baxi. I can see this skyland falling and everyone dying. I don't want that to happen. You're some kind of prophet. No. There's just a lot of barriers here that's going to make this very hard for things to turn out right. Anything you can share with me that can help me understand 
the intricacies of this little knot of issues that are preventing us from saving ourselves would be much appreciated. Very well. I'll lay it out plainly for you, as I understand it. Dorn, my good man. Ignore the royal family. They've no power here. Speak with Maisie, and only Maisie. She holds all the cards, of course. So your loyalty is to Maisie? My loyalty is to my own survival, which is this island. All right, well, I don't want to keep you forever. Uh, thanks for what you've shared, and um, I hope this works out. Should you need anything, you can call on me, and you can trust me. Machiavelli Moriarty Diabolo. Yeah, if you need any contraceptives, you know where to go, Doran. <laughs> right. You have all been given like a wing of the keep all to yourself. So there's uh, there's like eight rooms and a big circle around here and then a central like actual courtyard that's outside that you guys can have a little bonfire in and kind of sit out and talk together. The bonfire's just got tiny, tiny sticks. Yeah, it's essentially, <laughs> they just like... One person just picks up a match and like uses their whole body to strike it, and that's the campfire. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use prestidigitation to make some uh, additional crackling noises, just trying to disguise the sound so we can hopefully talk in uh, privacy. I'm imagining in post. I'm just doubling the bonfire yeah. SFX now. Yeah. We're all going. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're shouting. It's not working. Yeah. <laughs> How did your dessert lesson go, Bobby? I don't want to talk about it. This family is a little weird. They do seem quite odd. I cast Pass Without Trace. Mm. Ah. I think things here are really weird and maybe bad. Yeah. I have picked up on this as well. Is everyone sleeping with each other? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. I tried to talk the princess out of some of her exploits because that poor girl is just getting used. Guy, you spent some time speaking with Sir Vix, right? I did. I think this royal family is um, a danger to the people. I don't know if it's through malice or negligence or incompetence or something, but I don't like our chances on this one. I don't think they're going to be able to convince the people to do anything. I believe the royal family does want what is best for its people, but something about this place feels oddly familiar to me. I feel like they're the type of royal family that only cares about the people enough so that they can continue to be royal. Yeah, I... I kind of thought that's just how all leadership was. Have you met any? Well, I'm from Tiltree. So that's just kind of how business goes, right? You just seem real out of touch. What about Farewell? I don't disagree. Just Liberia was not perfect, but good. I think these people are far from perfect. I get the... Worst vibes from Diabolo. <laughs> I'm not I sure. I don't know. I don't know. I think the king was giving off some pretty awful vibes. He also. wanted to take my hair. Oh, that's weird. You didn't yeah. give it to him, did you? No. 
gross. He was calling me all sorts of weird stuff. I didn't like him at all. The pressures of leadership are not to be understated, but that doesn't mean these people haven't made some terrible mistakes along the way. We all know we gotta talk to the witch. Well, yeah. Yeah, maybe that'll provide some clarity. What do you, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say something my mom said, but we don't have to. No, I wanna hear what your mom said, Poppy. <laughs> we, all, we all need yeah. to know, Poppy. <laughs> I love these little nuggets of wisdom. I think if you work hard enough for a very long time, you're allowed to kind of take over, right? And do nothing. Yeah, but I think these royals <laughs> haven't worked a day in their life, is all I'm saying. Matt makes right. <laughs> Guy, you said this was familiar to you somehow. What do you mean by that? Well, it's just, uh, this kingdom was on the precipice of disaster. They said poverty, unrest, was destroying the kingdom. And then, well, this witch arrived and they gave their fate over to uh, another power, one unknown to them. It may have saved them in the moment, but I worry what will happen when we take Maisie from this place. And don't get me wrong, I'm here to save Maisie for my friend Steed. That message is punctuated by the hollow sound of Pinch wiggling out of Poppy and falling to the ground as a hardened, uh, baked bread boy. Oh. Poppy, maybe we should just put him in the fire and have him ha come back tomorrow. <laughs> That's I'm, my son. He looks like he's in pain. <laughs> Hold on, shh, don't speak. It's gotta be painful. I'm gonna telepathically try and like connect with him. Yeah. Are you tired? I'm quite all right. Oh, Bobby. what? <laughs> <laughs> mother, I, I'm, I'm quite crusty, mother. <laughs> oh, you poor sweet boy. I've been baked, it seems. Uh, are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. There's no pain, mother. Can you go back to Squishy? Uh, with some time and some water, yes. All right. Or, hold hold or me close, mother. <laughs> Okay, I'll hug him. Just close your eyes. Okay. <laughs> Just, everything's great. I'm like stroking his head and then I squish him <laughs> oh. into dough again. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, kind of like playing with a single slice of bread, you know, and you mm -hmm. squish down, oh, yeah. like a little dough ball. Yeah, uh, you squish pinch down uh, until he becomes doughy and soft again. And as long as you maintain that telepathic bond the entire time, he's just going, mother. Mother, mother, mother. It's creepy. Mother. Yeah. I'm going to turn it off. Okay, good. <laughs> good. He's fine. Okay, okay. I love that. Everything okay with Pinch? Oh, I, he just needed a little... Uh, tough love. Tough love. Just got to pound him into shape, you know? We might have to do the same with Tiny Castle. Well, that's what parents do. The parents of the clouds. <laughs> sure. Cloud dads. Guy, if we... We should speak with uh, Maisie before we decide anything, but um, would you put Cervix in charge if it comes to it? Uh, I do question his ability, perhaps, but 
That guy's an ass. I wouldn't put him in charge of anything. I know you didn't ask me, but that guy sucks. Well, if your primary concern is him slaying shadow monsters that are attacking the kingdom, I think he is their best shot, okay. besides us. Being a good fighter doesn't make you a good leader. We need to speak with Maisie. She likely knows more of what's going on here than any of us. Aaron, um, I don't know how tired you are. It's been a long day. Why? I think it'd be nice to trail Diabolo. To go to... Oh, what were you going to say? Sorry. Go trail Diabolo. Okay. He's up to something. He told me a bit, but not enough to know exactly what's happening. Something about contraceptives. It's the way he was talking about it. He was a bit... Can I roll in retroactive insight? Please. I, yeah. No, it's like I feel like we never did a roll to confirm. Yeah. Well. 26. Well. Uh, what he was trying to impart on you is that um, the king has an issue with his blood pressure, uh, the queen has an issue with anxiety, and young Ovaria needs contraceptives on the regular for her relationship with cervix. I can, I, I'm not that tired. I, I can try to go spy on him a little bit. His loyalties aren't clear, and it'd be good to know a bit more about that one. Yeah. Um, I also haven't spied in a while, so it might be kind of fun, you know. Watch people from the dark shadows. So I think uh, the four of you back at the uh, keep have a nice long rest. Um, but before Erin is able to lay down for the evening, she goes and spies. Spies, spies, spies. Give me your initial stealth check. Ooh. Can I bardic inspiration Erin just as she's leaving? as she's walking out? You're just, yeah. just slap her on the ass. You're playing her out. <laughs> like playing music as she's leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My stealth is plus ten. So I got 13, and then I'm going to use uh, Doran's Bardic Inspo for a whole nother 114. Aaron, it has been a while since you spied. You approach uh, Moriarty's place, uh, Machiavelli Moriarty Diabolo, his apothecary, which he lives above um, back in the other side of town. You uh, do some second story work, as you've done uh, a lot in your past. I think you actually have an ability called mm-hmm. second story work. Uh, you climb a gutter pipe uh, on the side of the building, um, which you don't realize is made of lead and soft enough for you to kind of uh, mangle as you're climbing up. Um, the lead kind of gutter that you're on completely tears off and it makes a loud noise as you're on the side of the building. You're now sitting in a flower bed outside of one of his windows. Uh, he looks up and he registers you, but he doesn't do anything about it. But for the rest of the night, as you're watching this guy... He makes himself a cup of tea before bed. He reads a chapter of a uh, religious text about the god Helm, the god of protection. He picks up an echo bell. He has an hour and a half long conversation with someone who you can only surmise is his grandmother. (laughs) He writes in his journal. He prays to his deity. In his prayers, you can hear him mention each one of you by name and title. And he wishes the best for each of you and your dreams the next day. Can I do an insight check on how oh, sincere he seems for sure, yeah. in his actions tonight? Yeah. Yeah. I love this. No one's that good. 18 insight. Sure. It dawns on you after watching him that this man is so trusting of the greater world that even though he was pretty sure he saw someone spying in his own window, He's going to trust that you don't mean him any further harm, and he's going to go about his night the same way he always does. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
This guy is through and through one of the best, most dutiful, devoted, contented people you've ever met. Uh, Aaron leaves the flower bed and uh, heads on back to our rooms. Just slide into Dorn's bed. Hey, <laughs> he checks out. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> he really loves his grandma. <laughs> did we get a big like communal room, or did we all have separate rooms? Or um, yeah, I think you've all got separate rooms. There's actually more than you need in this wing of the keep. There's okay. eight rooms and only five of you. Yeah, Poppy can have three rooms. Yep. Poppy <laughs> takes her pillow and her teddy bear to Journey's room. <laughs> about that guy coming in and taking your hair. Oh, can I sleep next to you? Oh, yeah, Poppy, of course. I'll, I'll keep watch. Uh, all right. <laughs> me, me, me. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron goes to Doran's room and says, I'm worried about that girl taking your hair from you. <laughs> Is it okay if I what? sleep with you? What girl? <laughs> <laughs> it worked for Poppy. <laughs> All right. I think we actually speed right on through to when you guys are on the road again. On the road again. Long rest? Long rest. Long rest. out on the road again. You are outside the walls of the kingdom of Tiny Castle and outside the protective sphere that keeps it all in. A canopy of mushrooms and ferns overhead protects you from the outside view, though you know there are a few dangerous things out here. An unshrunken owl, for one, and those shadowy rats. For all the beauty of life at this scale, you can't help feeling a little vulnerable. As you're walking, again, down here in the dim light and the undergrowth, a Feybud moves from Journey towards Aaron. And it begins to swirl around you, Aaron. What do you do? Uh, uh, Journey, your little friend is watching me. Oh, yeah. Isn't that nice? Is it nice? Are they safe? I mean, safe as you or me. Uh, Aaron does not feel comforted by that. <laughs> Journey's just smiling and just a very like playful look on her face. Cool. Uh, Aaron just kind of tries to not touch it. Yeah, uh, Aaron, it stops swirling around you and it instead hovers right in front of your face as you're walking. It keeps pace with you, but it just hovers in front of your face where you can see it. Can't make out the features on this thing. As best you can tell, it has a vaguely humanoid shape when you really look in close, but it's tough because they're just kind of made of light. Um, with my Ganymede eyes, I've never tried to look at something like magnifying mm -hmm. close, but is that possible? Like, could I try to zoom in on it Interesting a bit? approach. Yeah, give me a perception check with advantage. Okay. That macro lens. Yeah, yeah. New ability, macro lens. <laughs> 25. Wow. Wow, indeed. That's good looking. Yeah, that's good looking. <laughs> you uh, zoom in macro lens on this little Feybud sprite, and it uh, doesn't exactly work like a person. It's not like a facial expression, but you do get body language with that kind of a read. 
you can see this thing is desperate to communicate with you. But it also seems distraught and in some ways fearful of you. Can I tell what it's trying to communicate? What's the charade? Charade. <laughs> it wants to ask you something. Um, hi. Uh, my name's Aaron. Just Aaron. You see it kind of bob up and down a little bit. It confirms that it can at least understand what you're saying. Do you, is there something wrong? Did you lose Journey? She's right over here. (laughs) (laughs) It moves abruptly side to side to say no. Okay. Uh, I don't, I don't know how to talk to you or what you need. It takes a couple more inches away from you, Aaron, and then it dives toward you as if it were attacking you as if Journey had launched it like she does with her arrow attacks sometimes the Feybuds will jump in to uh, bolster Journey's own attacks but this Feybud is attacking you of its own volition I jump in and try to reach out and touch the Feybud before it gets to her kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah, I try to dodge <laughs> my intention of touching the Feybud is to feel what it's feeling ooh okay Journey, give me a uh, dexterity ability check. We'll call it a sleight of hand. 15. Not bad. You prevent this thing from doing any harm to Aaron. Not that it really would have on its own, per se. Maybe a little. But when you catch it, you feel the kind of radiant burn of this thing in your palm. But you also feel this sort of anguish. This desperate yearning for why. A lack of understanding. This thing feels safety towards Aaron, but it's still racked with a lack of understanding. It's asking Aaron why. Aaron, you see Journey clutch her own hand and bend over, like hunch. And for a second, she just is kind of holding her own shaking hand, and then she looks up at you. Why? It's asking why. Um, so I may have had to. Guy, you're passing beneath a large, heavy bridge that's laid across some debris overhead. And as you're passing underneath, you realize that's not a bridge at all. It's a sword, an unshrunken sword, a claymore fallen to the floor. Cool. And at this size, the grandeur of it has you thinking. You see flashes, visions. You see Viren. You see a procession of knights in green armor, a celebration, a gathering. The entire kingdom, the king, the prince, your family, your wife and daughter, Doran's face. Doran's face? What? Guy, you weren't looking where you were going, lost in these moments. You stumble over an acorn the size of a beach ball and topple over Doran. Oh! <laughs> you are now laying on top of him. Uh, Aaron, you have to stop yourself from tripping over as you and Journey have been kind of continuing like side by side in tandem. Now, this is more important in the moment because right after that, I need you all to make a perception check. Nope. Do any of us get advantage for any sort of Ganymede? Uh, Aaron does for sight. Yeah, baby. Small dice. <laughs> 
Aaron ha- uh, got 25. Yeah. 17. 18. 10. 17. Wow. Everybody at Doran sees the owl <laughs> in the rafters again. This is noise. right on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. Guy, you're protecting Doran from the owl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this noise, the clattering of Guy falling, was enough to get its attention. You all see a neck rotating 180 degrees to look down at you on the ground. You see it ruffle its wings and begin to take flight. Uh, we better get cover. Aaron tries to dash towards something. Can we get under this sword, or For is sure. it like flat on the... No, not flat on the ground at okay. all. You, you uh, run towards the hilt where it gets kind of closer to the ground, and you can tuck yourself underneath there. As it gets close, I'm going to shoot off a bunch of sparks with prestidigitation, try to sure. like, and then try to make some sounds with the two, just trying to yeah. spook it, basically. Give me performance with advantage. Unnatural 20. Unnatural because you cheated, or? It's not natural. <laughs> the bird asked Journey for some of her hair. <laughs> uh, the bird ended up with a 15. Okay. Um, you see the bird make a dive. The owl comes towards the sword. Those sparks uh, have it diverted uh, a good few feet off away from you. It doesn't quite track where all of you little delicious people ran off to, <laughs> and instead starts taloning and scratching at the dirt and the cobbles where those sparks have landed. Journey, pass without trace. Oh, good idea. I, or can't you talk to these things? I, every time I try, it just goes real bad. Okay. I'm thinking about giving that spell up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I cast Pass Without Trace. The owl seems incapable of finding all of you. Though it's on the ground now, it, you see it continue to turn its head completely to one side and then the other, just scanning the ground again and again. You've got this thing between you and outside. But you are close, because from here, you can see the door to Maisie's tower. You were told that the unshrinking happens soon after you get to the tower. So the question is, how far do you have to run before you unshrink? Oh, I think I'm going to do something stupid. Um, I try to push Guy aside a bit and try As to As you're up. whispering that, and everybody's yeah. like, all right, here he goes. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, you're always doing something stupid. <laughs> uh, really helps my... Confidence, Poppy. <laughs> you can um, do it. It's Someone's the opposite of bardic check. inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> heckling. Yeah. You, the whole party gets heckling against me whenever That's they want. That's really good, yeah. <laughs> Poppy's just being a realist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to use an ability I haven't used before. It's called universal speech. Choose up to five creatures. They can magically understand me. Okay. I won't be able to understand it, but I'm going to try to speak with this owl. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad I know, if this I was just works. Thinking that I I'm going to be so work. mad. <laughs> yeah, continue. Journey, can you help in case this doesn't go well? No, fuck that. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right. nah, you got this, partner. Journey loves nature. Done with animals. <laughs> <laughs> Done trying to talk with these damn animals. <laughs> oh, wise owl. Uh, what powerful talons you have. Uh, please don't kill us. Um, I must say... Uh, we taste awful, but if you are hungry, I have something for you. That's not me. Care to come a little closer so we can speak? You all see the owl's head turn towards your group and focus in exactly on you, and Journey, (laughs) Journey, you're the only one that can hear, who the fuck is this motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) A couple okay. of a couple of Ooh, tiny hucks. Yeah. 
a couple Woo. of tiny hops as this owl moves closer to your group and sort of like leans in close and squints and just gets his beak right up against your group. Who said that? I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. We did not mean to bother you at all. Please just go about your business. I hear there's a ton of rats in the area. Good eating. No, I, w- I want to hear the end of this. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, Doran, it's all on you. Let him talk. Okay. I can't talk without strumming my lute a little bit. I hope that's okay. I take that out. Um, I play a little bit of a minor sounds that don't kind of quite go together and it has the effect of unsettling words Mm, Um, so I'm using a bonus action and essentially I'm going to be able to use uh, D8 to uh, subtract its attempt at making a saving throw cool okay and the spell I'm casting is suggestion let me let me make sure I can actually do this (laughs) well uh, I wouldn't be too keen on action economy since we're out of initiative right yeah okay okay I'm casting Suggestion. All right. I got seven. So whatever you rolled, minus seven, is its attempt at a saving throw against this spell. Interesting. The owl lands a zero. Seven minus seven. Okay. The course of action I'm suggesting is, can you uh, take us up to the tower and drop us off? (laughs) Or just fly away and let us go. Just take us up there and drop us off, please. He's doing a Gandalf. <laughs> you all see the owl, like its eyes kind of like smize a little bit, like they squint in in sort of a happy way. And you just all hear this <laughs> like, <laughs> you hear, this motherfucker really thinks I'm not going to eat him. And instead I'm going to take him to the, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, no, it's a bold play. All right, fine, yeah, it's all right, fucking who's first? <laughs> yeah, you can probably just, you got big talents, can you just take us all? Uh, Doran, you see a giant talon reach in under the sword, just scraping, scraping, grabs you. Make a contested grapple check unless you choose to fail it. I'll fail. Okay. Uh, Doran, it grabs you, your entire body. It's Uh, all right, it's all right. As Doran's being dragged away, he goes, it's all right, it's all right. (laughs) (laughs) And then you all see this owl take off with Doran away from the sword, flying off into the night. Well, guys, it looks like this morning, right? (laughs) Into the morning, sorry, yeah, yeah. It looks like I'm the captain now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Doran, as you near this tower, you get within a few feet of the door, and all of a sudden the owl just goes, as you become way too big for it to carry. Uh, You feel this horrible scrape against your back as its talons scratch into you, and it just drops you 15 feet out of the air onto the cobbles. You take two bludgeoning damage as you hit the street and slam up against the front door. Hopefully that counts as a knock. Okay. <laughs> does the owl come back or does it just fuck off? Flies away. Flies off. Yeah, yeah Aaron's just going to start walking towards the door where Doran uh, got thrown. You solved the owl puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> I walk towards the rest of the party, kind of like scratching my head. Uh, are, are you okay? It seemed like a, I think it was a good idea. It got up there. Was Doran, he hear us? As you get closer, your footsteps are heavy and labored, and the world around you becomes heavy again and so small as you return to your original size. I walk up to him and I kick him in the shin. Ow! <laughs> I do one damage. <laughs> God. It's a bold gambit. Doran. Doran. Animals are not like people. What do you mean? They do not give even half a crap about your words. It worked, though. It- Did it? <laughs> 
think so. I think your gambeson is ripped a little bit. I can find another one. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> he's got three spares. He has a bag of holding he's been secret, <laughs> secretly keeping it's from a bag us. bag of gambesons. And it's got 50 gambesons in it. It's, it's just, just a whole a clothing wardrobe. rack. <laughs> Oh my god. He stretches the bag sideways and wheels out a wardrobe. <laughs> well, we're here. Um, yeah. You're welcome. You're so dumb. I'm not dumb. It worked, Poppy. That owl thought you were a weird guy. I'm just telling you right now, he did not think you were cool. Did the owl say anything about me? <laughs> no. Can I open this door? You can try. Okay. Do I have to roll something? Yep. I'm going to try to open the door while everyone's talking. Well, investigation. Investigation. Intimidation. No. Eight, 18. <laughs> Intimidate the door. 18 investigation. You better right. fucking open up. <laughs> Piece of shit door. What you find out with an 18 investigation is that this door has no handle. Cool. I try to kick it. Cool. Uh, kick it. Uh-oh. What do I do? Strength? Um, yep, so this would be a melee attack, so strength-based with proficiency. Mm. Oh, oh, dear. <laughs> Looks like a 2 You can make it dex, right? Um, dex. Cake could be dex. So, six. A plus three. Nine. <gasps> Wait! Bardic inspo. Eleven. Great, all right. <laughs> you kick the wow. door. Give me a, 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 a d4 uh, bludgeoning damage. D4. Three. And then uh, add your dexterity to that as well. That makes it seven. He's really seven. intent on how much damage you're doing. Cool. Aaron, you take seven damage. Yes! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No. Um, Aaron, you kick this door and you feel an exactly equal force kick you back immediately as you impact, uh, sending you kind of reeling away from it. Ow, 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 fuck, fuck. Did the door just kick you? Yeah, yeah you, you guys don't attack it. It, uh, it seems to bite back. They did say no one has seen the witch in quite a while, and she may have some protection sealing her in. Well, we're kind of in a hurry. Um, I'm going to walk up to the door and cast Dispel Magic on it. Okay. <laughs> Just bust through everything. Guy, get that donkey to go find her. So it, I have to roll against it if it's a higher than a third level spell. Okay, higher than third level. Okay. So the DC is 10 plus the spell's level. I rolled ridiculously high, so. <laughs> Look at that so. smile. <laughs> Trying to keep it cool. Just, oh, I just, you know, I rolled another 18. Just, I don't know how I'm rolling so many so 18s. Powerful. Um, but yeah, sorry. It's uh, going to be a 26. Cool. Doran, all of the magic on you is momentarily dispelled. <laughs> ah. You have some magic items which kind of flicker in their connection to you momentarily. It doesn't necessarily negate attunement, uh, but you can feel Ganymede slip away for a second, things like that. Okay, that didn't work either. Aaron, good call. Maybe Steed will know something about how to get in here. <clears throat> Come to me, Steed. Yes? <laughs> I've been here the whole time. Really? No, I'm joking with you. I've been around. Oh. Well, as you can see, we are here at the door of Maisie. I can feel it. She's in here for sure. This door seems to be blocking <laughs> our entrance. Yes. I knew we would face such complications. Maisie's uh, a little up her own ass about magic. Mm. <laughs> She's what you call a designer witch. She labors over extremely complicated and convoluted spells for days on end. Mm. Sounds a bit tiring. 
Can I Arcana check the door? Sure. You are Arcana checked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 25. Hey, okay. Well, Guy is communing with Steed here, braying back and forth. <laughs> Poppy, uh, you get a read on this door, and it is built to reflect everything. Everything at a certain intensity. If you try to inflict something upon it, it will inflict it right back. But not if you're chill about it. Kiss it. I'm gonna... I was going to walk up to the door and, like, taste it. Okay. Yeah. With my Ganymede ability. Okay. <laughs> you can tell with that additional investigation that exactly one person has been able to get through this door easily. What you can also tell is that there is a little chewed corner of this door that has been slowly, slowly worked away. And small creatures have been able to get through it. Does this look like a push or a pull door? Uh, it looks like it would be a push door. Okay. I'm going to slip my finger into the mouse hole Okay. and pull. Oh, I see. Interesting. Good idea. Uh, it does not do anything. Crumbs. Um, Journey walks up to it and just places a hand on the door. Okay. Nothing so far. And then doesn't push with her hand, but starts to walk toward the door. With her hand on it. Mm, yeah, you bump into the door. Okay. And if I try to push myself into the door, is there anything? You're just bumping up against the door. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, door. <laughs> Please open. Nothing. I thought that was it. Poppy, do you bring that little mouse hole to everyone's attention? Yeah. Okay. Um. There's a little mouse hole. <laughs> You all see, a, again, a, a tiny uh, hole in the door, big enough for a rat to get through, that looks like it had been very slowly eroded by tiny little bites over time. Doran walks away. Doran, if you're going for the owl again, I swear to God. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Does one person want to come with me? Uh, I'll come. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll just keep walking until we yeah. get real small. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, shrinking effect takes... Uh, um, comes into play just about 10 feet away from that door, actually, as you move back towards the keep. All right. What's the what's the plan? I'm going to uh, cast Dimension Door. I guess I don't know if we needed to walk far away, but this will work, I think. If I can still see the hole, yep. I'll try to like, target okay. it yeah. like right in there. Yeah. And then uh, hold Aaron's hand and try to walk through this with the spell. Okay. Uh, yeah, that actually pans out. Um, okay. That's yeah. so smart. It's kind of the upper range of what you can do because the relative range of dimension door changes when yeah. you shrink. Yeah. So that 500 feet is very different when you're that small, but you're still within range. Okay. You two get through. Do we just like get big as soon as we get through the door then? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, it's like, a, I mean, it's not instantaneous. It's still, it's like a, it takes two or three seconds for you to get to your full size, but yeah. Dorn, that was so smart. Good job. I thought that whole thing was smart too, but that's okay. Wait, can well, you thank hear, you. Can you hear them in there? Are you in? Oh yeah. Uh, we made it. Doran's a genius. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm gonna try to see if I can open it from this side, and Aaron's gonna try to find a way to pull the door open. Easy as anything. There's a handle on this side and everything. You can just pull it right open. Great. Cool. Huh. Hmm. Well hey everyone, Doran. Thank you. Good job. However, inside is kind of a grim sight. There is a gleaming pink orb of light in the middle of this room. You're in the ground floor of a cylindrical tower, and all around that orb are these black patches. 
about the size and appearance of black melted candles, which seemed to have been exploded away from that pink orb in the middle of the room. What do you make of this? I would like to cast find traps. That pink orb in the middle of the room is by definition a trap itself. Touching that pink orb results in a little zappy, explodey burst to whoever touches it and kind of pops them away. Surmising this room, you can see all those little black spots. It looks like this pink orb attracts rats and explodes them when they touch it. That's actually really smart. It's a rat zapper. You can also see that the threshold going up to the next floor is also trapped. Uh, Everyone, don't touch that pink orb and also this doorway seems to be spelled in some way. Is it like the, are we like in the base of a stairwell in a tower that goes around like a circle going up? Is that like the room we're in right now? Yeah, so okay. a circular room and then yep, against the far wall uh, there's like a little doorway and then like a, like a circular staircase that goes around like the inside wall of this place to spiral upwards. Is it a magic trap? Yeah. Can I try and check it out again? As 25, uh, 24. Yikes. My God. Uh, yeah, there's an illusion trap on this stairway. Um, it's an illusion? I don't quite know what else it does. Uh, is it going to hurt me if I try to dispel it? It's okay. We probably... I kind of want to know what the illusion does. <laughs> Why don't we just toss something into it? Why don't we use pinch... So, at this moment, uh, now that you've been in here for a little while, about 30 seconds or so, uh, you see five more of those orbs just kind of spawn randomly around the room. Oh. I need everybody to make a DC 10 dexterity save to avoid the orbs. Go ahead and uh, add three to your saves, please. Mm. Oh, no way. For my paladin aura. That's right. That works on dex saves, too. I thought that was just like courage stuff. It's all saving throws, right? Holy shit. Wow. Super good. 26. 12. 25. 22. <laughs> You're all fine. Okay. A couple of orbs. We're rolling a lot of 18s on the side of the table. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm rolling very bad tonight. All right. Uh, okay. You all yeah. pass that. I'll send Pinch in. Okay. You send Pinch in to explore the illusionary uh, stair trap. As soon as he begins to climb the first step, he goes and disappears oh. because all of the stairs are not real. Oh. Mm. Um. Those aren't real stairs, I guess. Can we still see Pinch? You can't see Pinch anymore because he's disappeared under the stair illusion. You can hear this. Oh. From the orbs. Oh. From down in the basement. Oh. Oh, no. Uh, can I check in with him? Sure. Mentally. Oh, yeah, you can see through his doe eyes, right? Yeah. <laughs> doe oh. eyes. So Pinch is in a dark room that is filled with a plethora of these pink orbs, maybe 50 to 100 of them. <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a constellation around this room. Oh What's more, every time he touches one of these pink orbs, he's being jettisoned across the room into another one. Like a ping pong. The danger the with these orbs pinball. is that they launch you into other orbs. Yeah. You can see Pinch just, yeah, pinballing around that entire room. Saw oh, 15 no. starring Pinch. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. It goes black. Pinch is dead. <laughs> 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 a single tear yeah. drips down Poppy's face. <laughs> I think, I think I'm gonna have to bring him back tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh no! 
Can I just look around the flipping room? Yeah. And see like how tall things are and like. Yeah, there's not honestly a, much, a lot that you've missed at this point. There's okay. uh, there's these pink orbs that are spawning by the minute. There's an illusionary stairwell, but there's a door at the top of the stairs, as best you can tell. It's just a matter of getting there, not falling into the basement. How high up is it? Uh, you've got about like 15 feet worth of stairs to get up, maybe. Only 15 feet. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna use my vine. Okay. Ooh. That's a much better idea. I was thinking we would gather all the orbs from the basement and use them to jettison ourselves up the stairs. <laughs> That's at uh, the risk of our lives. Yeah, how much D10 lightning damage can we take? <laughs> yeah, I, I just, yeah, I, I take out my vine and I kind of do a little swing and toss it up. Yeah. As far as it'll go, and then command it to go up to the door. Yeah, perfect solution. Uh, these little sucker pods on your vine kind of reach out and attach themselves to the brick walls of this tower, and it's essentially carrying you up like one of those. Um, you know when you can't climb stairs anymore, and you get one of those motorized chairs that will bring you up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, kind right. of doing that yeah. service for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, everybody, come on up. When it gets you to the top of that stairway, however, journey, the door is locked. Time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Can I pick the lock? I'm going to knock on the door. <laughs> you get nothing out of the knock after you wait for a couple seconds. Uh, but it is just locked. You got this, Aaron. And I give a <laughs> bardic inspiration. So you're all being held onto by this vine. You're all being like suspended over just like yeah. empty air. Yeah. And Doran's like, did it in. <laughs> oh, good news. A three. Hey, oh, my God. better improvement. Jesus, Lord. Um, so that's eight plus seven. Fifteen? Mm-hmm. I got a fifteen. That's not bad. A fifteen. Mm-hmm. It gets through this mundane lock. Hmm. Thanks for the inspiration, Doran. You all hear a satisfying click as the door swings open. And God, it's nice to solve something by mundane means. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I'm good for. <laughs> when you all pile into this room, getting over those illusionary stairs, you see that there's levers and switches everywhere. Seems to be a control room for the magical effects all around Small Castle. Not again. We're bad with switches and levers. (laughs) You see two control panels here. One holds a brass lever and a cobalt lever. The other set of controls holds a crystal throttle, a bismite throttle, and a ruby red button. I want to touch it. Yeah, maybe let's not touch these things. Initially, is there another door out of here? Uh, yes, going up. Aaron's gonna try to investigate the going up. The door. Yep. Okay. Uh, this one seems locked, although potentially by mundane means, it seems like it has something to do with these levers. Mm. Can you tell me what a throttle is? Yeah. So the difference here. A, uh, a lever is like on or off, mm-hmm. and, and I'm kind of muddying these terms anyway, but a lever in this context means it's either on or off. A throttle means that there's like different increments to it. Okay. Like you can stop it anywhere and that will do something. Okay. I would like to actually use my Ganymede ability now. Okay, to taste stuff? Yes. Yeah. Just the air around the first two levers. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not licking them. Yeah. Just sipping the air. You taste icy hot defeat. <laughs> icy hot. And what color are they? Uh, there is a brass lever and a cobalt lever. I think these ones might be hot and or cold. 
What position are they all in right now? The brass lever and cobalt lever are both in the off position. The crystal throttle is about halfway. The bismite throttle is towards the low end. And the ruby red button is unpressed. I'm going to investigate the room, see if there's any notes or anything written down about what these do. Very good. <laughs> Investigation check, please. There are signs. I'll help, I'll help investigate. Okay. He's very close to just start pressing yeah, things. Yeah, Doran's like about to pull the throttle and goes, hold on. <laughs> Looks around the room. There's an instruction yeah, booklet. Yeah, instruction manual. Okay, so I got Pretty a natural sure. one. Oh, my God. And then... Okay. I got a natural 20. Okay. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, Doran, you are like... You are scrutinizing this little mark on the floor, and you're just like, "What? What is, means what is something?" That? Yeah, and it's like it's just like a piece of gum stuck on the floor. Or something. <laughs> and meanwhile, Aaron's like, "What about this chest? <laughs> I found a chest. What about the chest? There might be something in the chest." Hey guys, I found this chest. Well done. Uh, Aaron tries to open it. Uh, again, locked. Probably mundane, but locked. There's one thing inside this chest. Poppy, can you check this for for magic? <laughs> Poppy licks it. <laughs> Non-magical. <laughs> it's <Okay>. good. <laughs> I will pick the lock. Tastes like iron. The way we move through the world is weird. <laughs> yeah, the sensory stuff is throwing me. For sure. 14. You almost have it, and then your lock pick falls into the chest, and you're like, oh, god damn it. No. Well, someone else want to have a go? Uh, I could try prying it open, perhaps. I'm going to try jamming my... Sword in there and yeah. giving it a heave ho. Give me a strength check. Uh, athletics. 26. Yeah. Uh, you destroy it. Um, or you destroy the lock, at least. Uh, that part of the iron kind of bursts apart, and you open it up to see one small little notebook, a tome, in there. Of course, detailing the effects of these <laughs> levers and switches. Hey. <laughs> well, this have, is out of my wheelhouse. You now. guys have grown up so much. I love it. <laughs> What's it say, Aaron? What? <laughs> no, I don't know. Here. <laughs> so fucking mean. <laughs> What's it say, dummy? Hey, idiot. <laughs> can you read this? Idiot. Oh, you can't? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'll just read it to you, you big baby. <laughs> Why don't you let someone who went to school do it? <laughs> Aaron just sobs in a corner by themselves. <laughs> There's not even any corners in here. Wow. <laughs> She's walking she around the walls. The pacing, yeah. Pacing and crying. Um, you read the details of these switches. The crystal throttle enlarges and reduces the protective no. sphere around the keep. Oh. The bismite throttle raises and lowers the island itself. Whoa. What? Wow. The ruby red button lights the beacons for distress around the city. The brass lever blasts the room with flame, yeah. disintegrating everyone inside. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The cobalt lever uh, freezes the room, instantly annihilating anyone inside. Mm -hmm. When pulled together, they unlock the front door with a burst of steam. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> the front door? Sorry, the, 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 the door upstairs. Oh, okay. So what is what was the last thing you said? I was writing down. Yeah, both levers. When pulling the brass and cobalt lever together, a burst of steam will open the door to go up the stairs. Got it, okay. All right, so the whole island can be moved from this room? That's really scary uh, and probably too powerful for one person to be responsible for. That's it's real complex. Slightly down? We're close to the, the null mist. The thing is about as low as it can go, almost. I fear that trying to move the island might uh, 
remove some of the bismite energy that's keeping us afloat. Yeah. Let's talk to Maisie as quickly as we can. Um, I'm going to grab both the brass and cobalt levers and move them in the position that the notebook says to burst open the door of steam. Yep. 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 Okay. Pulling both at the same time. A satisfying burst of steam just kind of throttles that door right open against the wall. You guys can proceed to the next level. And when you get there, when you're about to reach the third level of this tower, you are greeted by a final door. This one is locked, not by mundane means. You gotta be kidding me with this tower. (laughs) What the heck is going on? I, Steve has some explaining to do. Who built this? There's too many doors. This door has a small dial on it, a gauge just a little single needle that is measuring something in the room, and right now it's at zero. With my experience talking to Makita and, and being in engine rooms, can I try to, like, roll an intelligence check to see if I can tell what the gauge is telling us? Sure. Can I say it's history, or... I don't know what that would Yeah, be. I think that's the only thing that really applies. Okay. Thirteen. Uh, it looks like she used components from what might have been an actual Bismite engine readout, um, but it isn't measuring any kind of magical read that you can tell. It would have reacted to you approaching. You guys have magic items on you. It would have flickered from that. Can you tell if anyone's in there? Try to listen, I guess. A knock on the door. Okay, that works too. Oh yeah, nothing comes from that knock. Why do people have so many dang doors in their houses? What's the freaking point? To keep people out? Does your house not have doors? Not this many. You got one door at the entrance so that you can keep out the heat and the cold during the seasons. And then once you're inside, you're in there. And that's where you sit and you eat and you talk and you sleep. Why would you need so many doors? Perhaps it's to keep someone in. Or someone out. All the puzzles are on this side. (laughs) Right. So is there a handle on this or what? There's a handle on this one. Uh, just now you saw the needle flicker a little bit. It bumped, but then it fell back to zero. Oh, what did we just do? I, d- I don't know. Journey um, was complaining about the doors. <laughs> I'm still pacing around. I pace around and I'm looking at other stuff. Is there anything else Journey, in the room? Journey, share more thoughts about doors. I don't understand. Why would you need to keep so many people in and out? Why don't you just deal with the problem What's instead of doing? keeping them... <laughs> Needle's not really reacting. It is not a complaint-powered door. Okay. It's unfortunate. <laughs> we got plenty of that. Um, Listen if someone's in there. I put my ear on the door and try to use my Ganymede ability. Nice. Okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. Give me a uh, perception with advantage. All right. Wow. Okay. Perception. It's 13. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't take much, Doran. Okay. If you're on the other side of this door. Heavy breathing. This labored person, a woman on the other side, is going, Come on, come on, just work. Why won't you work? Come on. Uh, we could probably help. Nothing from the needle, nothing from the person on the other side. You sound in distress. Um, I don't blame you. It seems, uh... You got a lot of uh, uncooperative people at Tiny Castle here. The person on the other side isn't even pausing. You're not sure they can even hear you. Okay, well. Shoot. Someone's there. They're frustrated by something. The needle bounces a little bit. 
Is there anything else in this room? Uh, you guys are in a stairwell right now, and the previous room was just that uh, levers room. When did the needle bounce this time? Something. Say something again. Nothing else. Someone. Yeah. Door. Nope. nope. Hmm. Maisie Muldrift. Nothing from that. Hmm. Uh, what does it sound like? What's, what's happening in there? Uh, someone very frustrated by something they're working on. Um, is she perhaps trying to cast a spell? Maybe it's powered by simple magic. It sounds a lot like we sound every time we try to get through one of these doors, if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, the needle bounces like a quarter of the way up and then falls back down. Is it, it's just a gauge or is it an actual dial? I wonder if it's <laughs> when we laugh. <laughs> <We're> laughing. <laughs> uh, no? The gauge flickers, but it's not really moving. Okay. Oh, oh, it's gotta be real laughter. Hmm. <laughs> wow. So, who has jokes? So, that whole family down there, they're named after, you know, body parts, right? <laughs> Is that right? Oh, like, I thought they sounded familiar. I think uh, that's right. 25%. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, Princess uh, Ovaria. Um, actually, I'm going to back out of this one. <laughs> 50% just for that. I feel I have made a mistake. <laughs> Didn't like where that was going to go. 50% in climbing. <laughs> oh my god, wait. Wait, do we all know about... Do you think the lube barrels were for this family? Mm. <laughs> that would make a lot of sense. Like, that was a shipment. <gasps> 60%. Uh, hey, everyone. Remember when Doran pooped his pants? <laughs> <laughs> None of you noticed. Seventy-five. That's all misinformation. Dorian, we can smell you. Eighty. What? I, that was days ago. I've definitely taken like ten baths since then. Ah, uh, speaking of, why do you guys take so many baths? Well, when why you, when you, you poop in so your pants. Eighty-five percent. What are you doing in I'm there, Dorian? Go if you're take a those stairs down and just. See what happens. Did you know that Doran sleeps 90%? in the bathtub? 95%? <laughs> he doesn't want to share a bed for some reason. You, well, you did put just a curtain between the two halves of the bed. There's plenty of beds in the ship. Poppy, if you must know, it has a lot to do with your bedtime ritual. Oh, what? My bedtime ritual is n no big deal. Okay. So Poppy, before going to bed, she um, takes out her recipe book, <laughs> and she reads her recipes out loud <laughs> and giggles about them. Well, I have to make sure like, they're right. Doran, Doran, you know how old I was when I came up with this recipe? I say, I don't know, Poppy. How, how old were you? I don't know either, but I love this recipe. <laughs> I gotta be honest, Poppy. One time I heard you reading that recipe book to Pinch like it was a bedtime story. It's his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he really loves the one about the garlic knots. <laughs> so spicy. <laughs> I cannot get him to go to sleep otherwise. <laughs> uh, it's a shame. The, uh, the noise of your laughter actually covered the sound of the door unlocking as it settled on 100%. <laughs> Okay, Ooh. now we can go in. Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. The door slowly swings open, and you see a room destroyed, as if a 
complicated artist in retreat. This room is filled with destroyed magical objects, with color splattered all over the walls, with food left discarded on the floor, uh, with buckets of who knows what in different places. You see Maisie in here, and she is working with a glimmering ball of golden light, and she is trying, she is sweating, she is... She is half naked, wearing, like, pajama pants and a bra, like, her hair up in crazy pigtails, half shaved on one side, half colored on the other. She is trying to force a golden ball of magic into a muffin. And she goes, come on, just make it work like that halfling did it! Uh, excuse me? And she gives up, and you see this golden light just explode all over the room, and she winces and squints her eyes as she looks at the five of you and says, Hey, how are you? Uh, I am Poppy. <sighs> the baker? Yeah, are you Maisie? Yeah. Great. Maisie, we have come to rescue you. I don't need rescuing. I need muffins. And I think we'll actually end it there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't need rescuing. I need muffins. <laughs> <laughs> Every woman says that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Truly. that's a mood. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Tim, your GM. I'm Hannah, playing Aaron. I'm Tara, and I'm Journey. Oh, I'm Thomas. I'm Guy. I'm John, playing Doran. And I'm Maggie, and I'm Poppy Kenmore. Share the show with people you love, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Share the <laughs> shit with people you love. Share this goddamn shit.